0: you can join us on this celebration of the Friday in which Jesus died. This is going to be a unique service. Uh, Each of you should have received a bulletin and that is the service that we're going to be going through. A couple things to note uh, is we're going to be reading some scripture, singing some songs, reading some scripture, singing some songs, and there is a part for you to play in this. Most of the time, it'll just be reader one, reader two, and reader three, but you will see a portion where it says crowd, and where it says crowd, that is what you are going to read. So just read along with us uh, as we go through the story of Jesus' death. After the service, we do ask that you leave quietly out of respect for the day. So, David, will you start us off?
1: Take our hymnals and turn to number 175. 175. Hallelujah, what a savior.
2: Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Alleluia, what a Savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah! what Heartless Lamb of God was he Full atonement Can it be Hallelujah! What a Savior Lifted up was he to die It is finished was his cry Now in heaven exalted Hallelujah! What a Savior! When He comes, our glorious King, all His ransom home to bring. Then anew, this song we'll sing. Hallelujah!
0: As usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them,
3: Sit here while I pray.
0: He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled.
3: My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch.
0: Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible the hour might pass from him.
3: Abba Father, Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will.
0: Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping.
3: Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak.
0: Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say. Returning the third time. Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The
3: hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of the sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer.
0: Just as he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, appeared. With him was a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them.
4: The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard.
0: Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Rabbi, and kissed him. The men seized Jesus and arrested him. Then everyone deserted and fled.
1: Number 206. There is a Redeemer
2: There is a Redeemer Jesus God's own Son Precious Lamb of God Messiah Oh Father, for giving us your Son, and leaving your Spirit till the work on earth is done. Jesus, my Redeemer, name above all names, Precious Lamb of God, Messiah, oh for sinners slain. Thank you, oh my Father, for giving us your Son and leaving your Spirit till the work on earth is done. When see his face, there I'll serve my King forever in that holy place. Thank you, O my Father, for giving us your Son, and leaving your Spirit till the world
0: They took Jesus to the high priest, and the chief priests, the elders, and the teachers of the law came together. Peter followed at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest, and there he sat with the guards and warmed himself at the fire. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death, but they did not find any. Many testified against him, but their statements did not agree. Then some stood up and gave this false testimony against him.
4: We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days will build another, not made with hands.
0: Yet even then their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked,
4: Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One?
0: I
3: am, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One, and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes.
0: Why do we
4: need any more witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think?
0: They all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said,
4: Prophesy.
0: So the guards took him, and they beat him.
1: Number one seventy-eight, one seventy-eight. O oh, sacred head now wounded.
2: <laughs> o oh, sacred head now wounded, with grief and shame weighed down. Now scornfully so. Assist me with thy grace. What language shall I borrow to thank thee, dearest friend, for this thy dying sorrow, thy
0: very early in the morning very early in the morning the chief priests with the elders, the teachers of the law and the whole Sanhedrin made their plans they bound Jesus, led him away and handed him over to Pilate who asked
3: are you the king of the Jews? you have said so
0: the chief priests accused him of many things so again Pilate asked him
3: aren't you going to answer? see how
4: many things they are accusing you of
0: But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now, it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did.
4: Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews?
0: Pilate knew that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him out of self-interest, but the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead.
4: What shall I do then with the one you call the King of the Jews?
0: The crowd shouted, "Crucify him!"
4: Why? What crime has he committed?
0: But the crowd shouted louder, "Crucify him!" Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him, and they began to call out to him. Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him, and when they mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they let him out to crucify him.
1: Number 186. The Old Rugged Cross. <clears throat>
2: <coughs> <laughs> On a hill. suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophy at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown on that old rugged cross so despised by the world as a wise attraction for me, for the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear At last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown In the old rugged cross Stained with blood so divine beauty I see, for it was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and say cross, till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross, and exchange it some day
0: They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And then they crucified him. By dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see which each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying,
4: So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself.
0: In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves.
4: He saved others, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe.
0: Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At noon... Darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice,
3: Aloy, Aloy, I. my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?
0: When some of those standing near heard this, they said,
3: Listen, he's calling Elijah.
0: Someone ran and filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink.
4: Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down.
0: With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said,
4: Surely this man was the Son of God.
1: Number 185. When I surveyed the wondrous cross.
2: Things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head. So rich a crown, were the whole realm of nature mine, that were a present far too small. Love so amazing, so My soul, my life, my own.
0: I wonder what it was like for the Romans that day. The Romans thought it was just going to be a normal crucifixion. They had done it hundreds of times, thousands of times before. They had grown callous to the pain inflicted on the people. They actually found joy in proving the superiority of Rome in the face of who they perceived as a lesser society. Not just that, but the scum of the lesser of the society. So that day when they brought three men to Golgotha, they thought it was going to be a normal crucifixion. Sure, there would be the crowds. There would probably be riots, but it wouldn't be anything that they couldn't handle, nothing that they hadn't seen before. It would just be a day of watching the criminals die slowly on the cross, and then they'd be done. But at the end of that, quote-unquote, normal day, the centurion in charge of that day did not respond as he normally responded. Normally, he would have overseen the bodies being taken off the cross, and he would have laughed and jokingly taught about how justice was done to those lesser than himself. But that day... At the end of that day, he looked and said, Surely, this man was the Son of God. What changed? Well, he saw a death that was filled with love. Most of the time when criminals were crucified, they called down curses on the soldiers and on the crowds. But Jesus blessed them. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. The prophet Isaiah, centuries before, prophesied this Messiah and said that he would go to his death like a lamb before the slaughter. He said that he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth." Instead of opening his mouth to condemn or to curse, he looked down on the soldiers and opened his mouth to forgive. He opened his mouth to show love, not just on the soldiers, but on his mother who was there weeping and said, mother, behold your son, son, behold your mother. He opened his mouth to prove his love to his father and also to all of humanity when he said, finally, it is finished. His death, that statement was a product of love. Because as Jesus said in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but will have everlasting life. A statement of love. Jesus himself said soon before he was led to the cross, he turned to the disciples and said greater love has no man than this but to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus' death was filled with love and the centurion saw it centurion also saw a death which fulfilled prophecy. One of Jesus' last words was the crazy words, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's the opening line to Psalm 22. The Jews at this time did not number their psalms. They did not say Psalm 22, Psalm 23, Psalm 100, when they wanted to say, hey, let's sing this psalm, they would say it by the first line. So Psalm 23, they would say, let us quote, the Lord is my shepherd. And they would do it. Psalm 100, they would say, let us quote, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. And then they would do it. Psalm 22, they would say, let us say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it just so happens that Psalm 23 is what's called a messianic psalm. It is a prophecy of what the Messiah would do. And at the end of the psalm, the psalmist declares, all the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him, those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. Psalm 23. As Jesus is hanging on the cross, while so many people think that he is crying out in agony, he is saying as he can barely form the words, it is finished. I have fulfilled this prophecy of Psalm 22. You who can hear and understand, I am the Messiah. I have come to bring life to those who cannot bring it to themselves. I have come to bring righteousness to those who do not have it. He has done it. And the centurion saw, and he knew. The centurion saw a death reacted against by nature. He saw everything that was going on around him. He saw the darkness from noon to 3 p.m., three hours of darkness when the sun should be straight overhead and the sun was nowhere to be seen. That doesn't happen at a crucifixion normally. Incidentally, the prophet Amos said that it would happen. The centurion felt the earthquake as, that shook the earth. He saw the rocks breaking apart. He heard the news about the tombs being opened up in the hillsides around. He might have heard how the temple was shook and the curtain torn in two from top to bottom. Again, not normal. At the time that the sky was dark and the ground was shaking and everything was being torn apart, Jesus died, breathing his last. Hours before the normal crucified person dies. As some described, it's almost as if Jesus willingly gave up his life, which is what happened. He chose when to die when it was finished. The centurion looked at all these physical signs and came up with only one possible logical answer, that Jesus, the man who died on the cross 2,000 years ago, was the son of God no other option that's what he thought but what do we think it's easy for us to go to church our entire life it's easy for us to hear the stories and become calloused to the miracles around us it's easy for us to go through the motions to do the religious thing because that's what you do But the question that the centurion was faced with is the same question that we are faced with day and day out. Do we believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do we? And if we do, our lives have to change. If we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, it means that his death has significance for us. It means that he died for something, our salvation. He hung on the cross, paying the penalty for our sin and earning for us forgiveness, reconciliation with God, and assurance of eternity. If we believe that this is true, that means we must make a choice. The salvation that is offered to us is not something that we are born into. It is, Scripture says, it's something that we must choose to believe John wrote, everyone who believes will be saved. Everyone has to make a decision whether to trust Jesus for salvation or not. And if we have not made that decision, the salvation is not ours. If we're trusting in something other than Jesus, whether it's good works, saying, oh, well, I hope that I'll do enough good things that possibly I'll get to heaven. Or, Or perhaps we're trusting in church attendance. See how many times I've attended church this month. Perhaps we're trusting in religious rituals that our church said, hey, if you do this, you're good. Perhaps we're trusting in the fact that our parents believe, and therefore we're fine. But if we're trusting in anything other than Jesus Christ, our salvation is not ours. Jesus is the Son of God, and we must make a choice to trust him for our salvation or not. We personally must make that decision. Have we done it? If we believe that Jesus is the Son of God and we have trusted him for our salvation, we better be following him with our lives. He died that we might have a relationship with God and that we might turn around and show the world around us who God is. He is our God and he demands that we show him through our lives. So are we? Or by our lives, are we saying that he is not the Son of God and his death has no significance for us? What is our lives showing? The centurion said, surely this man was the Son of God. What do we say? David?
1: Number 177. 177. What wondrous love is this?
2: Wondrous love is this, O my soul, O my soul! What wondrous love is this, O my soul? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of Bliss to bear the dreadful curse? For my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown, Christ laid aside his crown for my soul, for my soul. Christ laid aside his crown for my soul to God and to the Lamb I will sing, I will sing. To God and to the Lamb I will sing. To God and to the Lamb, who is the great I Am. While millions join the theme, I will sing, I will sing While millions join the theme I will sing And when from death I'll be, I'll sing on, I'll sing on And when from death I'm free I'll sing on And from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And through eternity, I'll sing
1: on.
0: Oh, Father, thank you so much for sending your son to earth to know us and to die for us. We can't even begin to conceive the pain that he went through for us as he hung on that cross. Physical pain, but also the emotional, spiritual pain as the weight of our sin hung heavy on him. Lord, thank you for doing that for us, that we who could not bear our sin could be free, could walk in your presence to have a relationship with you that lasts for all of eternity, to know the joy, the hope, and the peace, the blessed goodness that you offer. Father, thank you for this amazing sacrifice and this amazing gift. And this weekend, as we celebrate your death and ultimately the resurrection, I ask that we would not be people who hide the truth in a closet. But this weekend, your name, your goodness, and your amazing love would be on our lips. That we would sing it on forever and ever. Amen.